So, where we last left off, the party rested for a bit at Mordenkainen's tower as Mordenkainen prepared both clothes, gifts, as well as a simulacrum uh, to accompany them. And, uh, yeah, Sevia and Conrad had a bit of a heart-to-heart, and then um, they, they all prepared for the journey towards the Tower of Arkhan the Cruel. Um, so Mordenkind and Simulacrum, I presume, will probably take the, uh, the helm of the, the Infernal War Machine, whereas Conrad, I take it you are going to follow alongside with your, your newly claimed motorbike? Yes, he will. All right. Um, so, uh, in that case, I might, I might get Conrad to make us our, our navigation role. Can you make me a survival check, please? Uh, okay, let's see. To see how... Do, do it with advantage as you're kind of following along the, the, uh, infernal machine. A 16. Okay, so 16. Um, yeah, so it... Roll me a D... 10. Please. Uh, an 8. 8. Okay, so it takes you 8 hours, um, to traverse these hellish landscapes. Um, fortunately, being in a in a infernal machine, you're able to mostly uh, mostly go along unnoticed. Um, and you approach the tower. Is there anything that people would be discussing um, on on the journey? And I would say you're probably traveling close enough that uh, Conrad could communicate. Uh, with with a little bit of volume. Uh, so, what's the plan here? We uh, this this like dangerous person has an artifact we're trying to get a hold of. Um, no leads to like weaken them or anything this time. So we're just charging in. Ah. Uh, well, you know, I, I did not think of that. Uh, well, I mean, at the very least, we can um, investigate uh, this tower, uh, see if perhaps there is some kind of weakness to it, like there was with Strahd. Um, perhaps... Uh, I don't know, maybe when we're a bit closer, we might be able to um, find some sort of uh, clues or potentially even we could just, um, again, much like a part of this group did with Strahd, we could go in and have a jolly good chat with him, uh, see if that helps out. Uh, oh, yes, that's true. We don't... Hmm. I mean... Yes, um... Hmm. We would, um, what? 
Oh, uh, more than Kynan. Um, do you know how hostile this person is? Will they be immediately tackled on sight or? He addresses the My intel suggests not. Uh, however, you can never be so certain. Uh, they... I believe it should be mm-hmm. possible to go in with the intent of negotiation, but uh, we should be prepared for the idea that it, things may go south. Hmm. Excellent. Thank you. Well, uh, good to know then. Good, 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 good. Okay. I can make. One person invisible, if needed. Well, um, Conrad can also become invisible now. Uh, can't you, Conrad? Sticks head out window. Mm? You can become invisible? Yes, uh, once, I believe, with the potion. Oh, good. That's good to know. Uh... We are realizing that as much as we have far more guidance this time around, we are also working with less information. So uh, uh, we may perhaps uh, resort to a uh, Strad method of a sort, whereby we attempt to peacefully uh, learn information before, you know, giving them the old one-two, as it were. You certainly were not present for that dinner. No. But we can try that, certainly. Exley tried to murder him. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but at least this time uh, we will not have at least that problem. Hmm. Long silence. A lot of things happened. Strad was being uh, Strad and actually took offense. She like pulls her head back in, but Conrad can probably still hear her. She's like, you told me that some situation occurred and Conrad got got charmed. You didn't actually try to kill him. Well, Conrad got charmed and Exley and I realized that that happened and I was trying to handle it and Exley just instantly went, ah, you must die. Um, and I had to try and defuse the situation. And poor Conrad was just being Conrad, but charmed. And it was like, oh, yes, Strad. Oh, yes, that's a wonderful idea. Oh, you're such a good conversationalist. You know, as he does, as he does. Yes. So... I, you know what? I don't even know why I'm surprised anymore. (laughs) I don't, you could have told me this at the time and I would have, I would have instantly forgotten because this is just another in a long line of stupidity from certain members of this group. It's a, a lot of, a lot of things were happening and a lot of things have happened since. It's fine. Right? It's fine. 
And once again, you just let Conrad walk home charmed. It's fine. Any, anyway, Conrad, while I am aware that I uh, that dinner did not go particularly well, there is chance that this one could go better, yes? We're not eating for one. Yes, I suppose so. I suppose we'll have to see. We're not going off much else, so we just have to hope that we survive. Yes, survival is the ideal. Anyway, that is, I believe, all we know of the situation. Any thoughts while you're on the bike? <laughs> he like try. He's like trying to look over, but he's trying to like up. <laughs> He's trying to focus on not careening the bike over, so he keeps he seems to be struggling with that a bit. He's like, I don't particularly know. I don't know anything about this place. This is probably even less removed from um, what I'm used to than before. Very hot. Um, I don't really know much apart from locate the object. So um, I presume there'll be some some kind of dark gift to try and bestow upon one of us or something like that. That's what seems to happen. And um, we'll have to kill a lot of things. You've really hit the nail on the head with that one, Conrad. Well, uh, have fun focusing. Uh, thumbs uh, um, up. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, yes, of course. I'm good at this, yes. Yeah. Another thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> it just so, sticks her head back in. <laughs> so, as as you reach the end of your eighth hour on the road, you see a dark tower loom on the horizon. Its black spire rising hundreds of feet. Its ramparts bristling with charred skulls mounted on iron spikes. The tower's apex splits into five narrower spires that jab into the sky like clawed fingers. Circling above the tower's peak is a great white dragon stained with ash and soot. As you get closer to the tower, you notice figures shuffling atop its ramparts, undead guards in various states of decay. Well, this Ew. has just gotten that little bit harder. Yeah, this doesn't seem like great, like, let's have fun negotiations type of people. Um, no, but to be fair, we are in hell, darling. I say, what's that up in the That's sky? True. It's like a dinosaur. It, it looks like a dragon. Oh. oh. As as you essentially pull up to just the outskirts of the tower, you hear a thunderous <laughs> from the dragon. Oh, that's what we dragon. Yep, definitely dragon. And you see uh, some of some of the undead look in your direction. Well, there's certainly nowhere here now. 
Quiet. Well... Well... Ship shape, everyone. We might be able to handle this quite quickly. She pulls a face. <laughs> it is not a confident face. Uh, as she gets out of the car. <laughs> so, as as you all exit, or in your case, Conrad, step off of uh, the vehicles, um, you see the the waves of undead part down the middle. Um, form a sort of corridor of undead bodies that uh, that leads from where you are to the door of the tower. And exiting that door, you see a squat, uh, greyish-green-skinned portal with a spiky, dark black shell with a great number of runes carved into it. Uh, they carry in their right hand a, um, a maul with uh, designs of skulls on either side of it. And they have uh, these dark iron knee, uh, knee pads and gauntlets on The figure approaches you. You come to Arkham's Tower. What is your business here? Well, firstly, like what you've done with the place, all the um, servants and all that. He gestures widely to the, um, to the undead. Tiamat's champion has garnered a new power. Interesting. To command the undead? That or to create them? In part, both. It's part of the boom of a treasure bound on another world. Interesting. We are play our travelers ourselves. What? From another world. What brought you to this tower in particular? Conrad turns, kind of like, looks a little bit more awkward and like looks at both Sevia and Beatrice, not pleadingly, but like there is a mild look of like, <laughs> uh, buried within him trying to look haughty. Sevia uh, looks at Beatrice to see if that little beak is going to open and say something that will get us in trouble. Um, 
Well, I was going to say for once, but Beatrice is good. Beatrice, Beatrice doesn't open her beak and get everybody into trouble that often. <laughs> okay, so Sevia will look at Beatrice briefly and then look at Conrad and just kind of nod encouragingly and is going to turn around and say, we wish to seek an audience with uh, Tiamat's champion. Uh, that would be... Difficult at the moment. She is not here. Ah, not here. Bad timing. Why do you seek him? We have been directed to speak with him. By an associate of ours. We seek passage to our homeland. And we were suggested to speak with your your champion. The old mage. Is that who you speak of? Yes. He does look quite old, doesn't he? There are so many people we have spoken to. One of them was surely an old mage. Oh, we were just told of Arkan's incredible power, and as stated, we wish to return home. Truly, if his power is so great, he must be able to assist. Certainly something that he would be capable of. The important thing is what you can do for him in return. A bargain, you say? Potentially. Sevia, like, scratches the side of her head and she casts a message to Conrad and just says, A dark deal, mayhaps? Conrad kind of grins, <laughs> but does not return. He's kind of like inclines his head slightly. Do you have an idea of what he may request? I do not. However, if you tell me what you may be able to offer, then I might deem it worth his time to hear you negotiate. Hmm. Mm. So you mean to say he is not here in the sense that you do not wish to give us passage to see him? No, he's Correct? also not here. Oh, oh, okay. Well. He's not within the tower. Ah. Two hurdles, then. Where is, has he gone? Well... For that, I don't think you need to know that unless you have something worth dealing with him for. You mm. want something from him, but who's to say that he wants anything from you? What things interest him? You're clearly quite close. 
That isn't how this works. I'm afraid my young, naive boy. Conrad's kind of like just bristling. He just like puffs, it, puffs himself up a bit. Like, uh, well, then elaborate. Did you not just hear me? This is not how this works. You have something that Archon wants. Do you want something from Archon that he presumably has or can do? As far as he knows and as far as I know, you have nothing that you can do or give him. Why should I take you to where he is if you have nothing to offer? And if you cannot think of anything, then you clearly have nothing to offer. The crow's mouth kind of like flaps open and shut like a few times, and he's just like, he's just very like, goes very red in the face. Um, although not as much as he would because he still has that kind of sickly aura to him. Um, but he can, everyone else can tell he's like, he's getting pissy. Um, his like little hands are like balled into fists at his side. He's trying to not say anything, but he's just like bubbling. <laughs> My apologies. Um, I'm sorry. We were just trying to um, ascertain what exactly would impress him and what he may like. Um, as you see, we are in a, an adventuring troupe that has uh, traveled many uh, different realms. In fact, uh, we recently uh, took down the great ruler Strahd of uh, the land of Barovia from Legends. Um, uh, this here is an artifact that was used to destroy him. And he um, holds forward like the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Um, as would something like this um, interest him? And he turns his head towards Conrad. Now this is how negotiations are supposed to work. My human friend, you'd be wise to learn this teethling here. That is certainly something that would at least get you an audience with Arkhan. Excellent. I, I am glad to hear it. Um, hmm. Would we be uh, would it be permissible for us to stay anywhere to await his return, or...? He has no plans on returning overly soon. Though I can take you to him. Oh, that's, um... Uh, that's a very kind option. It's only a brief journey. Set this place up as it was. Be as close as possible to his mistress's shrine. Oh, of course. Then, um, then I suppose if it's not too much of a bother, um, that would be very kind of you to lead us uh, to him. Of course. 
but an hour's trek. Yeah, wonderful. Paul just kind of like looks at everyone else to like ascertain how they're feeling about it. Paul's just kind of like, <laughs> worth a try. Conrad's still just seething. He's very like red faced. He's kind of like staring at the ground very pointedly at this point. Um, which Paul could very quickly see, oh, he's just trying not to say anything or do anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, trying to stabilise himself just staring at the ground yeah. but he's angry <laughs> so that's all four can ascertain from him <laughs> well just kind of does like an awkward breathing like I'm sorry Sevier <laughs> <laughs> um, is going to look at Beatrice as if to be like <laughs> okay uh, like she is looking around the whole group, but as stated, Conrad is just trying his darndest right at this moment. So Sevi is just like, uh, Beatrice, are we good to go? Or <laughs> Beatrice looks a little torn. That's all you can really get from her. Um, I should warn you. The journey is too rough and treacherous for these war machines. You have to make them. So it must be on foot that we go. Ah, well, um, may we perhaps have a moment to, um, grab what we need from our war machines and then we may, uh, uh, proceed. That would be permitted. Thank you. We shall return promptly. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> about face and head to <laughs> go to war machine mm. uh, once we're all in the war machine and CV is just going to be like oh, okay okay so we're an hour away Conrad are you do you need to like <sighs> yell a little bit or something um, I'll be fine he was very rude, wasn't he? Yes. Rather. Yes, absolutely. Those pointless people that don't make their intention clear, what they're asking clear, and then don't listen. <laughs> Stamps his foot and just like kicks like something like on Not the ground. Not everybody is just going to give you what you want or the information you want. You need to bargain for it. We don't have a lot to bargain with. Carla just turns and just glares at Beatrice. <laughs> and Ooh. I have an option aside from Holy Symbol, but we lead with that. And then the other option, we shall see what 
happens. I see. I know... I know the people he works with and works for. One of them would probably very much like to get a hold of me. Oh. I would like to get a hold of her. Ah. Uh. Crow says, ah, and it's like, hang on, I don't get it at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, and then just like, just like briefly, what? like, huh? Hmm. And then just like rearranges his expression, be like, yes, I know what you're talking about, yes. <laughs> Are you assuming that this mistress shrine is. <clears throat> See if you remember her name? Ariel. Is Zaria? No, I assume the shrine is to Tiamat. Uh, but they both. I assume they all work uh, somewhat sympathetical. So you're potentially assuming that following this path may also lead us to her, or are you assuming it's a separate path? Could be either. Right. Well, as Mordenkainen said, once we have the dial, we can either do what we please while he reinstalls it, or we can come back. Your revenge can happen, Beatrice, but we have a chance to do this quickly. That's assuming that he has the dial with him and not hidden in his tower over there. Yes, I was worried about that. Yes. I will just also come out and say it, them saying that we can't take these with the the machinery, because they're probably going to be destroyed at the very least by the time I come back. (sighs) Oh. Gave up a very good book for this. (laughs) we we can deal with that when it happens can't we yes besides Mm. who's to say anybody will come near here with all of that happening true I don't think that they would I don't think that those that protect the tower will have much worry about a couple of empty water machines. It'd be more other people with water machines that want more water machines. But they won't come near here. Surely. I suppose we shall have to see. Yes. Well, this might be our chance to go home, though. 
Yes. I hope so. Well, I suppose we shall have to hope that they say that, that we can they will keep their word. Well, if there's one thing that can be said about those in hell, at least from what I've read, their word is often all they have. It's just they often stick to the letter of it rather than the spirit. Hmm. Perhaps we can make them swear that our war machines will remain unharmed, untouched, and uh, fully functional by the time we return. One can hope. <sighs> Alright. Well then. We should probably go. Let's yeah, go. So hopefully he will enjoy this holy symbol and the tails with it. As uh, Kroll sees you uh, departing the machine again, are you ready to trek to the monument? Ah, yes, we are. Um, I hope uh, you yourself are ready as well. It's a, it's a very short notice. I'm prepared. You see he is flanked on either side by a total of four ghouls. So two ghouls on either side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, and company as well. I need to make sure that I have uh, protection. You can't just trust everyone we meet in here. Of course, that's very wise. Shall we go? Lead the way. Alright, can I get again everyone except for Conrad to roll me a constitution saving throw, please? 22 for Beatrice. That is perfectly fine. That is a success. Ball. I got a dirty 20. Nice. That is also perfectly fine. And Sevia. Five. So you you take one point of exhaustion. Yeah. Do I do I need to give you one of my dice? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a brand new one. Yeah. Uh, so yes, a, a, after about an hour of travel, you reach the monument to Tiamat. Colossal dragon skull leans against the mountainside, surrounded by bones the size of houses. Acrid smoke rises from the skull's moor, and a military tent has been pitched among the bones. Parked next to it is a two-wheeled war machine. Gathered around this tent are a dozen chattering reptilian humanoids with gleaming swords, white scales, and white leathery wings. My liege! Kroll calls out. You have visitors wanting to make a deal. The moment passes. Another moment. Before you see 
a red dragonborn uh, wearing obsidian flint uh, plate armor. His arms are exposed in the armor, showing that his left hand is not his own. Instead, it is a withered, human-like hand, faintly glowing green with necromantic energy. Um, On his back, he has a tattered green cape as well as a, an, an axe with bones uh, holding the blade in place upon the shaft. So, what can I help you with? Hail and well met. We are, travelers from, we are travelers from another plane. And what plane... What plane would that be? Oh, um... Uh, the, uh... uh plane of Yellow. Can't say I've, uh, Can't say I've dealt with that one. But, uh... I... Traveled around a bit. Uh, my most recent, most recent material plane was Alexandria. It's where I picked this up, and he holds the uh, the necrotic hand. Interesting. Oh, it certainly is. Is that where the mag- where all of the gestures to like the um the the four ghouls? That's where those are from. Oh, a yeah. summoning power <laughs> this is a uh, courtesy of a god fledgling god from, from the plain of Exandria oh it's a sort of key being finds, finds versions of himself uh, replicated among the plains but this particular version was from Exandria and was only just becoming a god at the time that I uh, was lucky enough to come across. Oh. Fascinating. I was fortunately able to dupe a bunch of do-gooders enough to get the hand away from them. I see. Well, that was that was very no- that was very well done then. Goodness, yes. it seems very pop it seems very useful. Oh, it certainly is. Kari was very shitty the whole whole travel. He he's suddenly very like, oh yeah, oh hmm, yeah, it's, 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 he's like the strides like, yeah, no, I'm I'm talking to this person, absolutely. Yep. Uh-huh. So what is it that brought you to me? Oh, yes, well, um, we have, um, we were directed here by, uh, for query to speak with you on a matter. Directed by who? Forgive my inquisitiveness, but, uh, Paladin of Lady Tiamat is 
hardly the first person that most people will direct you to in a place like Avernus. I... I will take your word for it. We are but uh, new travelers here of this plane. As you said. Hmm. Well, um, if no one stops Connor, he'll be like, it is uh, a wizard named uh, Mordenkainen. Have you heard <laughs> oh, of you? Oh, 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 the old coot wants his dial, does he? Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> In I... a sense. He was has directed us to you to speak with you for it. <laughs> you were going to speak... Me? Um, I, what, Sevia probably would have looked as if, like, I mean, we've already mentioned Mordenkainen. Uh, did the Selectrum, like, stay with the car? Yes. <laughs> Is he protecting the car? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, <laughs> our car will not get stolen unless they kill him. Um, so, uh, Sevia probably had a moment where she was like, Oh, no, Mordenkainen. And it's like, No, we've already mentioned Mordenkainen. Uh. And she goes, Um. I. Only wish to confirm what dear Conrad has been saying is that. Yes, we were sent to speak with you. Uh, Mordenkainen gave us direction, but, uh. We are also clearly in awe of your. Power. This is immense. That's certainly a word for it. Sevia's eyes widen a little bit and her mouth kind of... <laughs> so, you want the dial. You want the dial. I'm not done with the dial. I probably won't be for quite some time. And, and he looks each of you up and down and says, and uh, I apologize for how frank I'm being, but I don't think that the four of you can take me. Not with the army that I have at my disposal, at any rate. Might we ask what you and your army are doing? I... You might. We are working towards the liberation of Tiamat. To do that, I must get to... get to Exandria. To do that, I need the dial. So I think you can understand why I don't exactly want to part with it. Pray tell, who is Tiamat? Is uh, Tiamat the entity that gives you your magic? Yes. Uh, you not have Tiamat on the air lore? <laughs> I presume we don't. Uh, <laughs> Anyone can roll me a religion check if they want. Conrad's not very knowledgeable of these no. things, so we'll see. Uh, I am. Yeah, no. 
An oh, 11 to 20. 30, 20. Beatrice? You're muted, babe. Hello. Uh, religion. Hang on, I had to find religion. Uh, 17. 17. And Sevia? 23. 23. Okay. Uh, Sevia and Paul. Um, you are vaguely aware of Tiamat. Um, she's not a god that is typically followed on Fiel or even by, uh, Chromatic Dragons, which is her remit. Um, there is a very similar, uh, goddess, uh, Malice, the Rainbow Dragon, who forms much of the same perfunctory roles as the deity of, uh, of evil dragons, but there, there are distinct differences, and while the two would ally themselves in sort of interplanar senses, they are separate entities to each other. Okay. Um, there is an awareness of the goddess Tiamat, however, she is uh, not the only dragon god of Fielor and uh, is unfortunately uh, less well-known and less followed. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. So, I guess really what we need to work out is whether you're just gonna give up and go home empty-handed or go back to modern kind and empty-handed. Or whether we could maybe come to an accord that I could help you out. Maybe. Once I'm done with the dial. Whenever that may be. Uh, yes, true. Um, I suppose the option of a quick borrow so we can leave uh, is would that be on the table? I don't think so. No, not not like that. Because that quick borrow, um, you'd probably take the dial with you in casting the spell, and I can't exactly have that. Ah, uh, yes, I see. However, I. In my uh, functioning of it, I might not, I don't necessarily need to take it with me. My trip to Exandria is only intended as one way, so maybe if you do what I want, once I'm done with it, I can return it to you. If you do something for me. Great, tell why. Why have you not travelled there yet? Is there something that is barring your passage into this land? Oh, a few things. A few things. Still working out the enchantment and the device necessary uh, yes. to use it to actually bring uh, Tiamat through. But there's also something I want here. And there are, there are many of these across the plains, but I only really need one. And there happens to be one here. 
that's too convenient to pass up if I if I have the chance to get it. And it sounds like a chance to get it has just come knocking on my doorstep. What would that be? Have you ever heard of orbs of dragon kind? They are powerful artifacts. Said to contain ancient dragons from the dawn of time within them. Those who have them can perform a great many draconic feats. Oh. I have not. The former archdevil of this plane, uh, one bell, has uh, this has one of these uh, orbs in his possession. Now, I don't know what Bell would want in return for it. I frankly, at this point, don't care. Uh, if you are going to be the ones to go get it, then however you go about that, go ahead. I don't need to know one way or the other. All I need to know is that if you come back here, you will have the orb for me, and once I am done with the dial, then maybe you can have it back. Hmm. The price of this orb. Alright, well, we can certainly look into that. Where is this bell located? Most times, he's at his forge. He still has his functions within uh, the Blood War. Versus the, uh, the the Great Forge, creating all this uh, armor of the Infernal Legions. We've we've salvaged a little bit of it from time to time for uh, for some of our our men, but yeah, um, it's good stuff. It's powerful. It's magical. It's infernal. It's fun. Um, but Bell also has, on top of that, the orb that I want. So the supply of your armor being short-circuited is of no concern compared eh. to the orb? No, no. It's not our armor. We just have gotten some from time to time. Understandable. These... The undead that have them are undead. They die, we just raise them up again. Yes, very useful about them. They're quite impressive. A delightful party trick. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to see it that way. Well, uh... Sir, uh, if Please we... call me Archon. Archon? If we are to contact this bell for you, uh, in exchange for use of the dial once you are done with it, uh, is there any information you can give us about bell that may perhaps make negotiation easier, and if you will forgive a potentially personal intrusion, 
Is there a particular reason you cannot ask him for it yourself? Well, my focus is here for now. I could have gone and gotten it myself eventually, but I've not yet had the time. And as I said, an opportunity to expedite that process has just come knocking on my door. So who would I be to turn that opportunity down? Certainly makes sense. Using the tools at your disposal is always the best option. Of course. Now, you're looking for an angle to negotiate with Bell. And honestly, probably a good idea. He is very powerful, would probably crush you in an instant. Um, he was the Archdevil of Avernus before Zariel. Rumor has it. He's still got a bit of a chip on his shoulder about that. So if you could uh, intimate something that could lead to her downfall, then he might look upon that very favorably. Leverage. Excellent. Now, no guarantees, of course, but certainly worth a shot. I can certainly see why he might think more kindly of people if they maybe help provoke something. Of course. Although, you'll also have to understand that he'll probably also say that none of it can come back to him. See, at the end of the day, it's not his choice, or any of the Archdevil's choices, who their successor is. All comes down to the big guy down below. All the choice. Lord Asmodeus, ruler of the Nine. So... Makes sense. If Asmodeus gets word that Bell has, uh, taken out his uh, prized pet, the fallen angel, the bell's not quite as likely to get his old job back, is he? No, I can imagine not. It's not that Asmodeus would mind, it's more that he'd mind that bell made it so obvious. Devils in their games, you know. That is most understandable. It is certainly difficult to claw favor back. I mean, you haven't been doing it very gracefully. Hmm. All sounds perfectly logical, really. Glad you see it that way. Now, what were yeah. your names again? Just so I know what to keep an ear out for. Ah, yes. Well, I'm Conrad Cerbelloni. And um, these are my traveling compatriots. He gestures to the others. Pleasure, Conrad Cervaloni. Yes, others' names. Um, uh, yes, I'm uh, a fool. Uh, uh, just fool. Of course. Of course. 
pleasure. Insight okay. check full. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Beatrice doesn't know. Beatrice still doesn't know. Oh, yes. <laughs> like is, is this it? Is this it? Is this how Beatrice finds out? Roll that check. <laughs> well, while that's happening, Sevia, Rudy Rin. Sevia Ruderin. Pleasure. Yep. Beatrice. Interesting name for a Ketku. It's under the impression that most of your folk tend to go for more onomatopoeic uh, names. That would be correct. And what did you roll on the inside against Fall? Is it a natural 20? It was so close to being a natural 20. It was a natural 19, and uh, Beatrice has a plus 6, so that makes it 25. Yeah, so, uh, actually, Paul, can you roll me a a deception check? (laughs) Sure. Uh, So that is an 11 plus 11. That's 22. So you're but aware... I don't think they were especially trying to hide it. They were just like, mm, I'm no. comfy. Mm. So you're aware, Beatrice, that there's something that Paul is leaving out. What it is, you don't know. Beatrice... Beatrice is just going to hold on to that little tidbit for now. So, uh, I offer you some assistance in, in what what you can do, but uh, frankly, that would be way too accommodating, considering I'm the one doing you a favor. However, I can, if you have. I believe you had transport. I can always snap you back to it if you would like. Save the hour's walk. Well, that is convenient. Well, I've not used a teleport today and I'm not going to use it today, so I might as well oh. give you the benefit of it. Is that like when we travel to different planes, the same sort of magic? Sort of, but not really, no. This is this is more of on a uh, local level. Interesting. Hmm. Well, yes, that would be very kind of you. Oh, don't mistake it for kindness. I just want my orb as soon as possible. That's fair. Understand- understandable. Practicality is its own form of kindness, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> sure. Now, unless you have any further questions, he holds up his left hand. Yeah, the uh, bony, rotting uh, 
Or it's almost like it's rotting, but it seems to be stuck within a certain stage of rot. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. No, this sounds quite clear. Well, get me my orb. He snaps his fingers, and suddenly you're back by your uh, machine. Oh, well, it worked. That was certainly interesting. My word. <sighs> so, yeah, basically, we have to um, make deals with some horrible paladin devil who means that for him we have to go to, like, the former archdemon, archdevil, and... To get stuff from that, we need to take out the current one. This is insane. It is. And then, uh, depending on what we want to do at the end of it, considering at the end of it all, we are technically here because of Warden Kynan. At a certain point, we do have to betray the paladin. So, ah. You know, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> Just another day in the life, to be fair. Conrad, you handled that very well. Oh, yes. Well, a little bit more, this is a bit more polite than the turtle. Uh, yes, certainly. He seemed far more um, amenable, very charismatic. Yes, uh, rather. Hmm. Yes. Yes, haven't seen much around like that around. Hmm. Well, yes. Clear plan too. So um, that's useful for us, I suppose. We just need to make sure that um, yes, we get what we want out of him. Yes. And well, you know, if we can potentially do this whole adventure as nothing more than a series of bureaucratic conversations and one itty-bitty portrayal, then really it's not a win compared to, you know, crawling through endless rooms. At least here we have a direction. Oh, certainly. It all seems to just sort of mimic um, politics or um, different uh, forms of government, really. Just to try to find out who wants to backstab who and who you should be assisting. Anything different from being back home is that, you know, um, we can't exactly organise a poisoning to sort of tip it all in our favour. Not yet, at least, anyway. Hmm. Should be good. I mean, uh, Beatrice little looks down at her bag and then back <laughs> at everyone else. Well, yes, perhaps I could play something in, play, play into it. Very good, though. I feel, um, hmm, we have a plan now. We need to find, travel another distance to find someone else. So hopefully, hmm, a lot of traveling to be yes. done, I believe. At least the machines appear to be intact, so that's good. Hmm. Yes, in, in this particular case, we have a thread that leads all the way to the end it is just a matter of how we follow it and Sevia does look at Beatrice as she says this 
Yes, we're um, good. Mm. Yes, great. We've got um, a pathway to go through. That's utterly bizarre. I don't know. I should have just like stayed in Palace and just like killed King Shawgate myself. This is <laughs> what? Oh, it just seems like a similar like level. This is just very weird. You had to kill a king. Oh no! I was mean. I like it, no. <laughs> Instead of fleeing, it this is like the same oh, level of oh. weird. Yes, yes. I was uh, see for the fact that for a moment that I was confused. It's. You know, and then remembers Beatrice is there and cannot say what she wants to say because she doesn't know that Beatrice has started to cotton on to the relationship here. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, you know, oh, I'm glad you didn't have to kill a king and now we just have to kill an archdevil. Ah, uh, ha, 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 ha. Yes. In a life, really. <laughs> Apparently now, yes. Conrad leads in towards Beatrice while they're talking. He's like, they're, fl- they're flirting again. <laughs> Disgusting. In a really roundabout way, he is. I don't think they mean to at this point, though. Yes, well, does one ever. Hmm. <laughs> then just, <laughs> then just goes... Like, we're within the circular circulation of the cars. Beatrice sort of leans further into Conrad and says, "Did you hear Falwind to say surname?" Oh, what surname? When was that? When we were all introducing ourselves to uh, Mister Big and Red. Oh yes, I was quite distracted. Um. What uh, what was a surname? I did not know they had a surname. What I thought. It kind of like looks over it for like, huh? Hmm. Strange. I would not know why they would need feel the need to do so. Okay. Yes, very strange. And Beatrice <laughs> is going to sort of straighten back up. Cool. And, um, uh, see what the uh, flirting pair are currently up to. Excellent. Connor looks very obviously like, huh, 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 based on the deception I rolled. So <laughs> you can probably practically see the gears grinding in his head, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Uh, the flirting p- couple are probably still just standing there being very awkward. Um, <laughs> uh, Shall we uh, start moving, perhaps? Yes. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, as, you, as you return to the inside of the war machine, Mon Kane says, Ah, any progress? Of a sort. Oh, oh that's right. The second one. In what direction? Yes. They've been pointed in another direction, basically. Where to? 
to um, the location of a devil called Bell. Bell, yes. Ah, to Bell's Actually, forge. Actually, there's a forge, yes. Of course. Of course. Interesting. So, in that case, let's uh, travel on for a couple of hours, find a place that we can rest at, rest within the machine, and and venture on. Very good idea. Sounds like a good idea. Also, may I say, clearly the turtle didn't know him very well, considering he wanted he did not guess at all what Arkan wanted. <laughs> that is true. Asking for thing to us to offer things up, and then you know he has this very specific idea of what he wants. Very silly. Our time, honestly. Hmm. Yes. So clearly didn't know what he was talking about. Um, I will, um, yes. Do we know what direction to go to? Mordenkainen 2? Um, yes. Well enough, anyway. Oh, question. Um, Mordenkainen spoke that you do not contain soul, so you do not have, uh, say, the same sentience as Exley did. Yes? I have the same sentience. It just diminishes Not... once I am destroyed. Ah, no independent am... thought separate from the, the one you were copied from, though. No. Mentally, I am, for all intents and purposes, uh, second Mordenkainen. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder what would happen if you if you procured a different soul. Oh well, happy happy steering. I will um I will follow alongside until we find somewhere where you believe we can rest. All right. All right strides to the motorbike. <laughs> All right. And you probably flipping a coin. Drive for another hour to reach a kind of a uh, relative safe point in hell. So whilst they are driving. Beatrice is going to sidle up to fall. Very burb-like. So I couldn't help but notice something. Oh, yes. And I have to say, I've, I feel like there's something that everybody else knows that I do not. <laughs> uh... I mean, possibly? You, I, I don't know. You went to say surname. Oh. And it started with S. Yeah. Introducing ourselves. I mean, that's true, but then I changed my mind and I didn't say it. You are still going to say. I mean, I, I considered something. I do not think it's very mm. fair when everybody else knows something that Beatrice does not know. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's probably true. I don't really know what the other person involved in this thinks about it. Huh. 
Yeah, I don't think Conan ever made, yeah, said to keep it secret or anything. Um, um, yes, well, uh, so you just heard an S, is that right? Why do you think it's uh, so important? What, what are your thoughts here? Because you and the certain uh, pretty boy have been acting very funny around each other. I see, and you and think not in, funny a, in a way, in that, way connects... that you interact with Sevia. I see, in a way that um that it connects to surnames, then. You that think. is the assumption. Yes, well, um, I won't say anything outright, but um, so you know, no, no faith, faith broken. If this was the case, but um, you are very astute, Beatrice. And I will have a talk to someone about something. It just makes a little sort of hum noise that's <laughs> neither here nor, nor there in terms of whether she's sort of accepting of that, but she does sort of nod and sidle back off. Excellent. Well, like, successfully done. <laughs> I mean, I guess Beatrice roll an insight from that uh... <laughs> and I'm going to say Paul, roll me a deception with disadvantage for how shifty you were in, in trying to hide that I mean, I wasn't trying to deceive I was trying no. to tell the truth That's a 15 <laughs> Oh no, and that one Okay, that's a 12 I think she probably. So what? What? Well, did... well, well. How the turns have tabled. <laughs> um, Is this going to be a nat one versus a nat twenty? It might be. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, that's a, a nat twenty for twenty six. So, from the way that Paul was behaving and answering your questions. You are able to uh, piece together uh, just from from your prior suspicions and current body language that there is something that led to Fall uh, going to use the surname Cerbaloni. <laughs> and actually, what is your passive perception? Mine. 16, 16 i'm pretty sure okay yeah, i'd i'd say yeah that's that's pretty decent it's when when you consider this this factor on top of it that you probably notice that there are as as has been no mentioned uh during this very session uh there are some uh resemblance 
features between Paul and Conrad <laughs> when you know to look for them. Yeah, I'd say that now, is- that, now that Paul essentially has like a half undercut thing from the burning, and um, he's got more of a fringe that's similar to Conrad's, I'd say, <laughs> as well. It kind of flicks that way. Swoop. <laughs> Yes. Beatrice is going to sidle off and uh, have a good think. Excellent. And on that revelation, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. All right. See you next week, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.